0: In Grand Rapids, Michigan this past week, a young brother, a young father named Patrick Leoya was brutally shot and killed by police. After it appears Patrick pulled over his car in a residential neighborhood with car trouble. Now, that's disturbing all by itself, but family and local elected officials who say they've seen the video say that Patrick was laying on his stomach and was shot in the back of his head, execution style. I'm going to play you a very important audio clip from the local news coverage of this case. My dear friend and brother, Benjamin Crump, has already traveled there to be with the family and support the family. I'm going to tell you what we do know so far, tell you what I think is going to happen, and I'm going to tell you what I expect here in the days and weeks ahead. This is Sean King, and you're listening to the 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 breakdown the breakdown the, 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 the breakdown Before we jump in, I want to play a very important news clip, local news coverage there in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where they interview two men who saw the body camera footage of what they are calling the police execution of Patrick Leoya. And both men, one who is a family spokesperson, the family, they are uh, Congolese immigrants who saw the video. He is speaking about the father's reaction to seeing the execution of his son, He describes what happens. Now, that's profound and powerful all by itself. But the next voice you're going to hear is of a county commissioner who also saw the video and is also calling it a police execution. He also says the police got their gun, put it in the back of the head of Patrick Leo, and shot and killed him, execution style. And... You know, I, I always believe the family, but when you have the family saying this and a local government official saying it, this is clearly what they saw in the video. I'm going to play the audio of this news clip and I'll be right back after that
1: a concerning account about uh, that's coming out about Monday's deadly shooting involving a Grand Rapids police officer. Fox 17 spoke today with one man who says he's seen the dash camera video that shows the incident. Now, we have not seen that video, and investigators haven't released it to the public, but we have decided to share his account. And we do want to warn you, it is graphic. Fox 17's Lauren Edwards joins us in the newsroom with more. Lauren. Max and Janice, again, as you said, it's graphic. I want to say that as well. What they say is graphic. Today, I spoke with a spokesperson and translator for the family of 26-year-old Patrick Liyoya. He says he's seen the dash cam video showing the last few minutes of Patrick's life before he was shot by Grand Rapids police officer. He says the family's only wish is to get the video out to the public. He saw the video and he was confused, he was hurt, he was mad. Israel Siku is the spokesman and interpreter for the Liyoya family. They speak Swahili. He says he was there when Liyoya's family saw dashcam video of Monday's shooting. Patrick was face down, laying on the floor, and the officer was on top of him with his knees and without hesitation, he pulled up the gun and shoot him on the back of the head. The shooting happened Monday morning near Griggs and Nelson. Grand Rapids police say an officer conducted a traffic stop. They say Lioya tried to run and there was a lengthy struggle before he was shot and killed. The family disagrees. They say Patrick was stopped on the side of the road tending to a car issue when police pulled up. They say there was no struggle. And the boy did not move. It was here. That was it. Don't know struggle, no. Siku says he saw the dash cam video along with Patrick's father on Wednesday. They all want it released now so the public can see what happened. And this is exact word every time when he's saying, They kill my son. They kill my son because the color of his skin. They kill my son because he's black. If those images are released, embrace yourself. It's not going to be good in Grand Rapids. Now, Kent County Commissioner Robert Womack says there's more than one video of the incident. He's seen another version, which corroborates the family's account. Now, Womack also, too, wants this video released. He's been vocal on social media about the incident, which he said has led to threats on his job and his life.
0: All of us know that this video is very damaging. And I believe if we tell the community, yes, you're gonna be shocked what you see but we need to let you know that we have to let the justice system play out and we're begging you and asking you not to resort to violence. Don't tear up our city, don't tear up your city. It's not going to help. We're asking for peace, the family's asking for peace, but the father wants the video out. I'm at that point of truth right now. I'm not gonna quit. I'm not going to quit, and I'm not going to quit being transparent.
1: So again, the Leoya family and Womack calling for release of the video. We will continue to stay on this case and give you guys updates as we get them. Reporting live in the newsroom, Lauren Edwards, Fox 17 News.
0: So I really wanted you to hear just raw, uncut, local news coverage of this case. And I, I have studied... Sadly, I have studied at this point thousands of cases of police violence across the country and around the world, and this coverage is very, very different. One, protests are already very significant all over Grand Rapids, Michigan, and people are hurt, people are outraged, and what you, what you might not have heard there is the county commissioner who also made what I thought was a a disturbing post on Facebook. This man is like a city council person in Grand Rapids. He made a post on Facebook to say that police have been threatening his life and that he wasn't going to back down, that he saw the video and that it was an execution. And he was calling on the city to release the video, arrest the officer who killed the man, And charge him immediately. And local news coverage, and I studied last night and early this morning, I studied local news coverage from three different stations there in Grand Rapids. And they are all covering it basically the same because it's clear to everybody on the local level that something deeply disturbing happened here. And there is a marked difference between the way I see and hear this case being covered than the way I see and hear other cases get covered sometimes. Like, this case clearly has the mayor, the police chief, local prosecutors, and local news shook. And I, I want to join in on the calls for that video to be released immediately. The, the police chief is saying we will release it by next Friday at noon, and it's like, wh- OK, why do you why do you get 10 days? Release the video. And what we know is when they then release the video, they can release it, edit it. They can't. They then have 10 days to get all their stories together. 10 days for somebody to completely scrub their social media history. The police officer whose name they won't release can all of a sudden come out of this uh, completely clean. And no, it's like, no, no, no. When you shoot and kill a man, here's the thing. If I shot and killed a man, they're not going to wait 10 days before they release the video. If anybody shot and killed a police officer, they wouldn't wait 10 minutes to release the video. They definitely wouldn't wait 10 hours, and they damn sure wouldn't, wouldn't wait 10 days. They'd release that video immediately. And so what we see is what we always see is that when police are left to investigate themselves, when local prosecutors who work hand in hand with police are allowed to dictate the pace of how their friends are investigated and prosecuted, it never goes the same way. And here's the thing. There is a basic concept that I want to advance here. Police should be held to a higher standard than non-law enforcement officers who commit crimes. Not a lower standard, not a lesser standard. People who are paid to uphold the law should be held to the full highest extent of the law. That's not what we're seeing here. I'm grateful that civil rights attorney Ben Crump is on this case. It not only gives it... immediate eyeballs and attention and, and hopefully soon national attention, but it lets the police and prosecutors and others know, yeah, people are watching. I'm watching. Crump is watching. And I stand with this family. I I saw just a devastating gut wrenching video of the mother of the victim in this case, just boo hoo crying. And this was her son. He, my understanding, he's a father of two young girls and it's devastating. This family escaped violence and civil war only to find violence, visit their son in the United States. And and I'll close with this idea. And it's a painful one. I mean, we live in the wild, wild West. This place is insanely violent. The United States is one of the most violent countries in the history of the world. I mean, right now, not just police. It's just violent here, period. The only country in the world that has more guns than people. In most countries, it's not even remotely close. And so, you know, this place is outrageously violent. And when people come here to escape violence, I've had to tell this story so many times. People coming here to escape violence only to find it visits them here. Veterans and soldiers leaving war only to be shot and killed by police or shot and killed in the street. And so I'm going to keep us updated on this case. Please follow it. Let me get let me give you the correct spelling of the name. okay? because it's going to be in the description here of the podcast but I want to make sure you have it. Okay. First name is Patrick. His last name is Leoya, L-Y-O-Y-A. L-Y-O-Y-A. Why don't you Google that name for me? Okay. And by Googling it, you'll see the articles, click on the articles, and all of that will even help um, the case right now because as crazy as it sounds, News coverage is is dependent on, in so many ways, on trends. And I even just want people to see, like, no, we're searching this. We're watching. We're tracking this. Love, 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 and appreciate all of you. Happy Monday. Uh, I know this is a tough thing. I actually haven't covered nearly as much police violence over the past two months as I normally would. But um, this is a case that we have to cover. Again, if you're not yet a member of the North Star, please go to the Northstar.com. Join today. We need you to become a member. And uh, also, if you have not yet purchased my book, go to lemonsandstones.com. Get a copy today. You can get a signed copy or you can even buy in bulk and get multiple copies. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care. Have a good week. I'll be right back here tomorrow. Take care, everybody.
1: Break it down.